Welcome to Songs by Leadership's latest podcast. And today I have Nahid Khan. Nahid is an award-winning transformational coach and globally acclaimed licensed NLP consultant. She is the co-founder of Future Wits, I think I got that right, an award-winning transformational L&D consulting firm. She's also an in Dubai, which is based in Dubai. She's a former consultant to the government of India and has supported business leaders and organizations with strategies to optimize and transform their most significant asset, their people, to develop the workplace for the future. So that's, she talks a similar speak that I do and hence she's a guest on my show because we have a lot to talk about. Nahid is widely acclaimed as a transformational business leadership consultant and has won many awards uh, in the Middle East, both with her company and herself personally um, in, in the L&D area. As a coach, Nahid works with clients from across the globe and has dedicated herself to facilitating transformation in people's life using the infinite power of this, the unconscious mind. She also is an inspirational speaker and has spoken at various international forums, contributing to a new paradigm to leadership and empowering youth with her futuristic and visionary leadership. And not only that, being a guest on today's podcast, she, uh, Nuneed has also been on Thrive Mentoring UK podcasts and pub other publications and also the State of Women Institute in the USA. You'll find the head's contact details on the bottom of the notes in our podcast. Welcome, Nahid. Hi, hi, Ross. It's uh, such a pleasure to be here and be speaking to you. It is. We have known each other for a couple of years now on via the social media, <laughs> and we finally got around to actually speaking on the podcast, which is great. I've been looking forward to it. Same. Um, and we and and to start it off, we, we were talking beforehand because what we both tend to talk uh, the same message is that leadership is not something that's external. Leadership is internal to the individual, and mm -hmm. and and really, all the good leaders I've coached and worked with, all the one thing they have in common, they can lead themselves first, first mm -hmm. and foremost. So, and given that that we talk the same language in that respect, I know you have a passion about leadership and, and developing the the inner conscious mind, um, and self awareness, and to me that's that's an important in leadership. So, Nahid, I'll ask you to kick it off with a question. So, when you're talking about um, your new NLP consultant, and a lot of that uh, to me applies within leadership and self leadership, it's a way of understanding yourself. How do you see that? It's, uh, it's completely about the self understanding yourself. Yeah. yeah? And it is. <laughs> Most people actually associate who I've spoken with, and they associate NLP with, you know, just being, oh, it's a modality or it's 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 something that yeah you do with the unconscious mind. You know what? It goes beyond that. If you look, if you stop looking at what it is, and if you start looking at what it does, what it does is it allows you to understand how the human mind works, the way we behave. And when I say yeah. we, I mean by every one of us. Yeah. You know, when I am making decisions, from where are my decisions coming from? 
when I am reacting to something, where is that reaction coming from? Yeah. When I am communicating and there is a miscommunication of people, you know, even for that matter, forget about the miscommunication bit, even about when I'm communicating, Ross, how much are you understanding? Even that awareness, you know, levels of awareness that increases because of this particular, um, I would not call it a modality, I would call it a science. Although yes. I know there will be a lot of people who will argue with me on that. But, mm. well, I do have... Uh, a practice of working with this particular thing for the last almost seven years now. One-on-one yeah, yeah. -on -one with people from across the world with different types of issues, with different types of, uh, you know, um, reasons that they have come to me. And I just applied one thing and that was using that NLP tools that I have. I just brought out their own leader from within them, whether it is, and, and it doesn't matter See, uh, Ross, whether that person was a, a corporate leader or an entrepreneur or a small business owner mm -hmm. or even, for that matter, a homemaker. Yeah. It doesn't matter because the fact is, and we do not understand this, that leadership is a behavior. It's not a title. It's That's not right. a role. It's not it's, a job. It's a behavior. It's a behavior that you, beha like you behave in such a way exactly. that, you lead, that you lead yourself. And I... I agree with NLP. I'm not that I'm an expert on it, but I've often read a lot about it and use some of it in, in when I'm coaching. Is it's it's helping develop a leader's own self-awareness. Absolutely. Uh, and, it's a, and to it, me, that's where I think it's good. Yeah. yeah, it takes you to a different level of awareness wherein yeah. you are not just understanding from the point of, you know, okay, this is my behavior, but you're understanding where is this behavior coming from? And when you go to that level of understanding, when you look at the other person, you don't judge them. You try to understand them. That's right. And that it, it, stuff, you know, bridges that gap that leaders have with their team because it's about me being a leader and having a team to moving on to, you know, that's, that's a human in front of me who's coming with emotions, who's coming with their own story. If they are saying mm. something, there is a background behind it. You move into a different space altogether. And that is when I say that people, you don't need to even think about leading others because the way you are behaving, you are inspiring people automatically to believe in you, to follow you, to, you know, um, to be inspired by you, to create, to develop as leaders in your, in your team. Yes, that's right. And inspiration's uh, one very good word because the more you can lead yourself, the more it inspires others to follow that leadership. Because they, and they don't actually define it. They just see it, and they they just it just it's just a feeling. They want to follow that person, Absolutely. and it's that subconscious reaction to the, the ability of someone to lead themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's the other thing too. I think when we're talking about that, it's with the NLP. It's it's just that awareness of how and why you're behaving in a such certain way. Not only that, then you're starting to realise that that's not the only way. Mm -hmm. There are there are a few ways that people process words, information, all that. Which then, then you start to understand, oh, so my, my way may not be the only way. Mm -hmm. There are other ways. So therefore, I, why do I judge people? I just assess them. Oh, so they're, oh, they're communicating from that perspective. Oh, now I understand. So it's mm -hmm. getting there that more, more self-awareness, but also awareness that other people aren't necessarily clones of how you see, think and feel and see the world. Absolutely. 
And also it creates a space for creative thinking in an organization because mm. the moment when you become this, when you develop this self-awareness and you are more interested in listening to what other people's perspective are, you're more interested, you get, yeah. you get curious to know from which perspective they are thinking and they are looking at things. And what happens in that process is that, you know, what you thought is this, this way of doing things, you now suddenly have four, five new ideas, new perspectives, which gives you different ways of doing things also. That is what actually leads into, you know, not sticking to one particular way of doing things or create or solving problems, but you start exploring with what more, with what more. And that itself leads into a space where you are doing a lot of creative work. And, and this yeah. is not me speaking you know, from just a perspective, but speaking from experience, because when we work with organizations and we've done this bit, you know, where that awareness has been created and that once you create that awareness, there's a different level of collaboration which starts happening on people. There's a difference, different level of understanding which, you know, teams start developing. They start looking for synergies and that yeah. synergies, you know, that, that, ex, that, um, exploring synergies leads them into actually exploring their creative powers and it's amazingly beautiful what happens in a team when once they start actually just respecting perspectives yeah and that it just you're open you just open it to listening absolutely just, just, and, and and taking in the information and data from other people with, mm -hmm. because you want to do it absolutely and and, and and to me that that want to do is all start <coughs> excuse me all start from understanding yourself mm -hmm. the more you do that the more you're open to others mm -hmm. yeah you you start reflecting on those uh, reasons which limit you from you know accepting people's perspectives and it's amazing that you know we live in a world where we listen to the perspective of someone who's criticizing us um, who's not part of, you know, if I'm talking mm. from the perspective of organizations or from the perspective of um, people in our own family. And I found this very, very uh, peculiar bit is that when somebody who's known to you or who's, who's um, say, for example, in your family, if it's your, if your siblings or your spouse or in your office, it's, it's your uh, team members, when, when they criticize you, there is resistance. All right. There is anger. There is probably a dislike or, or sometimes there is just nothing. Mm. But that's when somebody else is doing it. Somebody that you look up to or somebody that you, you know, probably don't even look up to, but is, is there who's in a position or has a little bit of power and criticize hey, hey. you. You take that as your own, you know, reality. You accept that criticism as your identity instead of applying it and saying, you know, what makes them say that? Mm. Which, which is not something which you do when somebody from your family or from your team is saying that, uh, you know, criticizing you. You don't mm. go and ask what makes them say that, you mm. know? In, yes, in that's, fact, yeah. You just brush it off. It's not yes. important. Yes, we do, a lot of, we do a lot of things to deal with. With it because it's like it's like anything pain you're going to experience pain yeah. in their mind so either fight or flight now you do one or two things but then at the end of the day it's the the leading self is saying is is having the discipline to sit back and say now what's making them say that exactly. and that could be you could be the fault or they may have an issue either yeah. way it doesn't really matter but the fact yeah. is you're going through that mental process 
-hmm. why are they saying that and mm -hmm. getting more deeper into that um the the uh, what's the word the context of why they're saying it and and what's and so you get more into the ability to actually connect with those people to me and because you're not dismissing it or, or or taking it on board and that's it okay i've got a problem and mm -hmm. wandering off Mm -hmm. uh, you've got to find out more about it yeah, I, and, yeah. And that, again that's just that discipline of self-leadership being mm -hmm. confident within yourself at the same time understand that you can always improve whatever happens you can always get better absolutely we can always improve we can always get better and and i think uh another thing which leads to uh, you know which leads from self-awareness ross and and i think that is one of the biggest uh, power yeah uh for us human beings is when we become aware, we start questioning. We are not just giving excuses or answers. Mm. You know, we are asking questions. And when you ask questions, the things that you discover, the things that you explore, just transform your entire paradigm. And when you are leading from that position where you're asking yourself those questions, you know, you inspire others to ask questions, don't accept answers. Mm. And when you inspire others to ask questions, by default, you are developing their leadership behavior. That's right. That's right. Because, I mean, self-leadership is is the fact, the ability to ask questions. All good leaders ask good questions okay. and, and then sit back and listen with an inquisitive mind. It's, it's, um, it's just, and, and, and the good leaders I, I've worked with, they just do it so naturally. Yep. It just they they they'll finish and they'll 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 give an answer and finish it with a question. But it, <laughs> but deep down and like in a lot of ways, it it also helps them control the conversation mm -hmm. because when I'm asking someone when they're asking someone a question, that the person's answering it and therefore they're controlling the conversation. The little mm -hmm. subtleties that I coach leaders on is you don't let the other people control you. You control the situation. You're not trying to control people, but you're controlling the situation to be mm. the best leader you can be and to find out the best, the most information you can find out, to whatever you're trying to, whatever you're trying to do, whatever mm. you're trying to learn. And if you, if you just, there again, because you know, you, you can always learn something. It's not as I know I'm a total expert on X, Y, Z. Therefore, I don't need to ask questions on that, which is rubbish the way, because the way things change, X, Y, Z might've been the answer yesterday. But it sure is not not today. Absolutely. You know, that's why you've got to keep keep determining um, in your own mind um, what is now reality. Because mm -hmm. it's a shifting, shifting sands, I think. Yeah, it is. It has always been that. We just have never been one to actually acknowledge it the way we are acknowledging yeah. it today. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think after COVID, you know, after these last two years, three years, the paradigm of leadership has come to a place where if you don't shift, you lose it. You yeah. lose, and you, you, you know, you, you people today are speaking about, you know, leaders have become more self-aware. People have become more self-aware, and uh, organizations need to change their strategy and. And all of these things, the, the reason why this has happened is that people got that time to question and introspect during the last three years. And they asked a lot of questions to themselves. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's yeah. right. It's, it's so, I've we have, have people shifting from followers 
to developing their leadership behavior. Yeah. And they have done all of this, what we in NLP, we call this unconscious competence, you know, yeah. something which is we always have had, but we do not, we were unconscious about it. And there is an infinite resource inside us of unconscious competence. Mm. And, and yeah. even today, the most ironic thing is that people have done this. They have taken decisions, but they are still not consciously acknowledging this con competence that they have, that I do have the power to lead myself. Yeah, that's right. That's, it's, it's close to my heart, I can tell you. But, uh, but, and you're right. And the other thing I thought of when you were talking there is that, that <coughs> with COVID, because basically people go into get into I just see a lot of people get into a routine. That's they let they let the world lead them in a lot of respects. They get uh, they get up, don't have to think, I'll just get up, get dressed, have breakfast, go go to work. Then I go I work, I come home again, then I'm with the with the family, I do the same thing tomorrow. It it becomes a, a bit repetitive. And to stop that requires a lot of discipline to actually stop that routine, because the routine becomes that such a such a uh, such a big comfort zone, mm -hmm. and I think the fact that COVID come along it disrupted everyone's lives. Absolutely, so suddenly, and and people all people can react to disruption. Just a lot mm -hmm. choose not to do it. They just choose to be in the comfort, and and so now they've all been disrupted. That's why they're all thinking about: Do I change my job now? It's been disrupted. Let me think about it. Before mm -hmm. I was too much of a comfort zone. Why would I bother? Mm -hmm. It's all good. I'm earning money. I'm doing this. No, no, you know, no, no, no risk. I know where I am, but now, well, while I'm being disrupted, let me think about things. Just exactly what you're saying. It's, it's, it's just okay. Let me start thinking about myself, mm -hmm. and then, and some will run with that, and then a lot of others will just, yeah, go back into the routine at some point. Absolutely. Or create a routine that they'll then stick in it for a while. And I yeah. guess we all do it at some point. We do, and and unconsciously, all of us have a routine. We, just right. don't, we, don't, we don't just acknowledge it. In fact, let me tell you this, Ross. If somebody does not have a, say for example, a fixed waking time, waking up time in the morning, even that's a routine yeah. of not having a routine. So we are, we, are, we are creatures of habits. Even when we think that we do not have habits, mm. we have habits of not having habits. That's right. That's exactly right. Still a habit. <laughs> It's like yeah. doing nothing is a behavior. There's no question about that. It's a behavior. It so is, doing is. nothing, do, having no habit is a habit. Absolutely. That's exactly right. We all have habits. We just, as I said, we are unconscious about so many things about our life. You know, 80, mm. 85% to 90% we are, we are walking, talking robots. We are just running on autopilot. And yeah. we don't acknowledge, we don't realize. Leadership is when you start exploring that 80, 90% of yourself. And yes, then start right. looking at, you know, why are you doing what are you doing? What makes you do what you are doing? And all of that, Ross, uh, what I think will, you know, lead everything into one place is knowing what is your purpose with whatever you do. You know, a leader who has no purpose or a human being who has no purpose is lost. That's right. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's so true. Because that leadership's about the purpose you have internally in within your life mm -hmm. and whatever you see that purpose. Um, and the purpose could be being the best leader you can be, but it's got to start with the self. 
whether other people choose to come along that journey, that's up to them. And that's up to you as well, whether you want to include people to, to a point. We all include people, but as to what, what the inclusiveness means, am I running an operation of a lot of people or am I just running a little, I'm an entrepreneur who runs a business for myself. Either way, you're influencing and you're leading. It's Absolutely. just a question of the quantum of it. Um, but there again, the purpose, because it gives you something to consider as as we and review and and be aware of to consciously adjust and change because you know what the purpose is. When there's no purpose, you're not adjusting anything because you got don't know what you're adjusting. Like you're not. It's to me, it's like self awareness. I'm aware of myself. That's my purpose to be a better person. Absolutely. You know, and if you're not aware of that, then it, how can you be a better? Because you don't even know what what real is. No, most important. Yeah. Most people, you will find that you know, for them, improvement is more external than internal. It's hmm. about you know improving the brands that you're wearing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's you know, it's it's the house that I'm living in. Yeah. And those are the ones who still find lacking. They still keep on, and I'm, I don't think that any one of us can ever find 100% fulfillment. That doesn't exist, that's a myth. Right, because that's, that's we're trying to look for, we're looking for it, that's exactly. fine. As, exactly. And you may get it if the world stops still, but it doesn't. Absolutely, the that's world the, doesn't stop still. Because my fulfillment today is with my perspective today. Well, tomorrow's perspective could be different. So mm -hmm. therefore, I have to then start all over again to head towards what I see fulfilling in two days' time because the world's changed a little bit. I mean, it's Absolutely. not probably it's probably not that quick, but it, it is still quick enough, a lot quicker than what we ever think. Ooh, it, is, it, just, it is. It, it just evolves the whole. It's evolving the whole time. It's a living, breathing ecosystem. Absolutely agree with you on that. So when, when you're not aligned with that thing and then you are looking for that fulfillment and satisfaction. And I think COVID has brought out that uh, lack of, you know, not having that fulfillment and satisfaction in people. And, and we see all those drastic decisions which are being taken by people in, in terms of trying to somehow connect with that fulfillment to yeah. find that satisfaction. That's right. yeah. but, but the thing is, it's not a one-time thing. You don't get it with one thing. It's something which you need to, and that is why it's important to have that why. Because it's not about having a job. It's about what does that job give me? And when, when we are talking about job from that perspective, it's about the work that you're doing, the impact that you're leaving. Mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the results of your work is what gives you the satisfaction, not doing the work. That's right. So whatever you are doing, there is having an impact. Even if you're making just an Excel sheet, it is somewhere going to have an impact in something bigger. So if you cannot see the bigger purpose, you know, you are just doing a job, there is no satisfaction to it. I, and I've, when I work with organizations, you know, I, I, I do these sessions on, on vision and leadership and I call and I, I invite the whole organization in that, including the office boys, you know, mm. because even they are doing a job for a reason and they say to right. it's, okay, it's from when, the CEO to the cleaner. It's, it's exactly, the whole lot. It's the whole exactly. lot. Yep. So when I ask them the reason, and they say it's to earn money, but okay, the next question is, what will earning money do for you? Mm -hmm. So then they move on to moving, you know, providing for the family, okay? Then you go on more of what will it do for your family? Believe me, just asking these questions, the what. I've had people in organizations where, where the, you know, the managers have for the first time 
acknowledge that they didn't know that the people in their organization had personal aspirations associated with the job. Mm. It was because we don't look at it from that perspective. It's about people coming to the job. So it's like just employees. It it limits, it puts you in the biggest limiting box of ever coming out and becoming a leader. The moment you put that label of employees and you call yourself, I'm an employee of this organization and the organization says you are my employees or the leader says you are the employees. This is this branding, it seeps away leadership from the people and just makes them stay stuck, stay in this place where there is very limited growth. The ones who try to break free, that's why we have out of 10 people, we have one person doing, you know, performing well and taking the promotions, the ones that break free from this mindset, but the rest, they're somehow stuck, struggling to just meet those benchmarks, you know, not being able to go anywhere beyond that. Yeah, and I, and that's right. So it's a, it's a limiting, it's, it's just, just, well, just limits you. You go to work to get paid and you come home. You go to work, you get paid, and you come home, basically, and becomes that mindset that you do enough to better get paid and come home. And it's leaderships is is trying to help people lead themselves that they get there and want to contribute. But you got to, you got to provide the environment for that. Yes, you can't just expect people to come along and no. want to contribute. It's not at all. No, because if they all do that, they'd all be leading their own operation. They're not. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. why they are. That's why they're there working for you because they don't go to work to think that way. But if you provide them the environment, they will start to do that. You're starting to bring out the leadership aspects of of, of self of all mm-hmm. those people. And when they lead themselves, man, that's a that's a powerful organization. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, and you'll lose a few, but that's good because what you get out of them while they're there is is far better than having them there, not not leading themselves um, for, for five times the, the time, right? Yeah, yeah. You have, you have a, you have a oh, team yeah. of 100, 100 followers and you have a team of 10 leaders. <laughs> you do it with the leaders, what 100 can do, you know. That's and, then, and that's it. Yeah. yeah, and it is not even going to be something where anybody's going to come and say, hey, you know what, I'm overworked, believe me. They, they're going to just love it. They're going to have fun. They're going to keep the environment so And that's friendly. right, yeah. So, yeah. you know full of fun and everything. And, and at the end of the day, you will be amazed with the figures that you're achieving. And yes, yep, I agree I love, with that. I love what you said, Ross. It's it's not just about, you know, people coming in. When people come in and you want them to do these things, you have to give them the environment, the ecosystem. So it's, it's, a, it's a two-way thing. It's the organization as well as the people who are in that organization who have to align their wires. You know? That's right. It's all about... And the more the more they align, the bigger the why, and more energetic the why is. Absolutely. And that's and to me, and and on that note, we've we've come to our uh, end of our discussion today. I, I knew that it'd go quickly in the heat. <laughs> I hit to sort of breeze through very quickly. But on that note, that is it. Is is how do you creating that collective why that everyone's got a a piece of that pie? Absolutely. Why is the why, and everyone's got a slice of it. Some bigger slices than others doesn't matter, but everyone's got a slice and everyone's aware of their slice. Yeah. How it fits into but the bigger you, picture. You can take the slice only that you can stomach, right? That's right. <laughs> That's right. There's only, yeah, that, and everyone's stomach can stomach a little bit differently, but the key is it's still a slice. And that's, yeah. and that's what leaders are doing is building that, building that pie. Okay. Thank look, you. thanks for having us. Thanks for uh, joining us today. 
It's been a pleasure. I haven't had a uh, podcast for a few weeks. I've been off with COVID <laughs> so well, but now I'm getting back on deck. So, uh, but but thanks for joining us today, Nahid, and um, have a great day. And thanks everyone who's listening today. It's um, we we we're, we're now well over a hundred podcasts, and we're downloaded in over ninety countries now. So it's getting a bit of getting a bit of breadth and depth to it all, which is good. So thanks, Nahid. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Ross, and wish you all the very best with this podcast. I love the work that you're doing because I believe in it and I'm on the same path and the same journey. So it's always good to, you know, join a co-walker, um, co I would say, not a worker, but a co-walker who's somebody who's working on the same path. So it's that's always right. good yes. to be there. It's always good to talk the same language. That's right. I love that. I love okay. that. You know, when you meet people who are on the same journey and with the same mission, mm. It just feels amazing. There's this, this another sense of fulfillment that you know you, you're doing the right thing, and and you. Thank you, Nate. Yep. Thank you, and we and we'll probably have you back on again at some point. But because yeah. we certainly do, we don't say the same thing, but we have the same mission in yes. mind. Yes, absolutely. Same vision in mind. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Right. Thank you.